0: Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Vaswani from Omnis Investments and I'm here to give you our weekly market summary. First up, the US. The S&P 500 gained 2.8% last week. Stocks rebounded from the previous week's declines, bringing the S&P 500 and the technology-heavy Nasdaq Composite Index to new highs and helping both record their best weekly gains since early April. Inflation fears were moderated somewhat last week and may have factored in helping reverse the previous week's drop in stock markets. Some signs emerged that supply chain pressures that had caused a spike in commodity prices were easing, The week's economic data may have also helped calm fears about economic overheating and inflation. For example, there were several figures released during the week indicating a healthy economic expansion, but actually had come in at slightly below the estimates. On other news, on Thursday morning, President Biden announced that a bipartisan group of 10 senators had agreed on a plan for roughly 1 trillion US dollars infrastructure spending over the next five years. The bill has yet to be drafted, however, and many expected to face resistance from both ends of the political spectrum. Over in Japan, stocks had a disorderly start to the week, falling sharply on the first day of the week before rebounding on the second. Sentiment dropped on increased worries that the Federal Reserve would taper its supportive policies sooner than expected. Reassurances from the central bank that it will continue its supportive stance to ensure the sustained improvement of the economy helped stabilize markets. The Nikkei 225 rose 0.4% during the week. Whilst manufacturing data signalled a weaker improvement in conditions, it appears the services sector is recovering. The overall outlook was more optimistic here, stemming from hopes that the accelerated COVID-19 vaccine rollout would contribute to easing restrictions and trigger a broader recovery in demand. Japan reached its target of administering 1 million coronavirus vaccine doses per day in the first half of June. The government aims to finish vaccinating all eligible people in Japan who wish to be inoculated by November. With the start of the Tokyo Olympics less than a month away, the figures still lag other developed nations. Over in China, the large-cap CSI 300 index added 2.8% during the week. Financial stocks led the rally after the People's Bank of China injected liquidity into the financial system for the first time since February. Renewable energy names did well after China's National Energy Administration announced that over 50% of rooftop spaces on government buildings would be reserved for solar panels. Domestic leisure and travel stocks also advanced amid reports that China may not open its international borders this year. China reported that more than 20 million vaccine doses have been delivered on peak days, which is of course a remarkable achievement. However, the coronavirus continues to affect the economy. A Covid-19 outbreak starting in late May has heavily affected ports in the south, for example. Turning to Europe, the Eurostoxx50 rose 1% in a volatile trading week, sustained by a reaffirmation of ultra-loose monetary policy and a bipartisan agreement on huge US infrastructure spending plan. Overall, the main country's stock indices posted gains. The European Central Bank's president, Christine Lagarde, told a European Parliament committee it was important not to withdraw support too early. She said the outlook for the eurozone economy was brightening and economic activity should improve strongly in the second half of the year. She also said rising inflation would start declining at the start of 2022 as temporary factors fade out. On the economic front, as major European economies continued their reopening, the services sectors in particular posted strong expansion numbers. Business confidence in the overall outlook has risen very significantly. And finally, in the UK, the FTSE 100 added 1.8% during the week, and the domestically focused FTSE 250 added 1.5%. The British pound appreciated versus the dollar, ending the week at 1.39 US dollar per pound, up from 1.38. The number of COVID-19 cases in the UK rose to more than 16,000, the highest since February, mostly due to the infection of the highly transmissible Delta variant of the coronavirus. The UK also expanded the list of countries its vaccinated nationals can visit without having to quarantine when they return, the so-called green list. This was done amid pressure from the travel and aviation industries ahead of the mid-year holiday season. Separately, Policymakers at the Bank of England voted unanimously to keep the key interest rate at 0.1%. And they also agreed to maintain the asset purchase program until the end of the year. The central bank said inflation could reach as high as 3% and economic growth would be strong. But this high inflation increases, it said it would be temporary. And this message echoes what is being said out of the US and Europe. So that's it from me today. After what was a terrible week the week prior to last, last week was a relatively good week for markets and it goes to show that one week does not actually change anything in terms of the longer term prospects. That's it from me, thanks for tuning in and we'll be back again for more next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.